I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, November 1st, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, today marks the start of Disney's campaign to crack down on password sharing by Canadian Disney Plus users. So why not fight back by turning off the TV and getting out in the world? Jay, we'll start by if you got out for Halloween. I did. I even had a bit of a costume, which I know you can see now. I was a little bit of a scary skeleton, but also a Boston Bruins fan. So a little bit of both. Lots of kids. Candy ran out very early. But yeah, I do like Halloween. And today is like National Dentist Day or something. Yeah, that makes sense. I uh, don't like Halloween at all. I'm not like anti-Halloween, but it's not my holiday. Once I have kids, I'm sure that will change. But for right now, I'm in that weird place where there's like, it's just like a party. Are your lights on or off? I guess is the question. They're on. They're on. We're, we're giving okay. out candy. And there's lots of kids in the neighborhood. So it's hard not to. I feel like you can get egged if you don't have your, if you're, if you have your <laughs> you lights would. off. They definitely break in and steal stuff from your house. Brett, yeah. aside from that, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, a technical recession is upon us for our second story clarifying the carbon tax drama and for our third story canada joins global ransomware pledge for our first story forget ghouls ghosts and teenage pranksters the scariest thing that haunted halloween this year was the specter of a recession that's actually scarier than anything i saw last night brett what's going on yeah same here new gdp numbers show that canada's economy stagnated in august instead of growing 0.1 percent as expected If GDP stays flat in September, as is now projected, the country will officially enter something called, this is scary, a technical recession. The technical definition of a recession is two straight quarters of negative GDP growth, though different definitions factor in other elements like the labor market. The Bank of Canada's 10 interest rate hikes since March 2022 are taking a hard toll on the economy, driving down consumer spending and creating challenges for businesses. A recession was always possible as high rates restrict the flow of money. Inflation, the impact of forest fires on some industries, and drought conditions affecting harvests also put a damper on GDP growth, according to Stats Canada. Now, next, rate hikes haven't yet taken their full effect. NBF economist Mathieu Arsenault estimates that the economy has only felt 58% of the hikes so far. Plus, as more households renew mortgages at higher rates, economic activity should dip even further. RBC economist Benjamin Reitzes warned in a note of more downside risk ahead for the economy. Desjardins economist Tiago Figueredo cautioned the same thing. The bottom line is, until more data drops, we don't know for sure if Canada's recession bound. What we do know is that food bank use is at record highs. Nearly half of Canadians are living paycheck to paycheck, and economic sentiment is down, recession or no recession. For our second story, confused about the current carbon tax drama, we'll strap in and get in the know. We've got Jay here to help. Sure, that's right, Brett. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said that there would be no more exemptions to the federal carbon pricing plan despite demand from upset provinces. Now to catch up, back in 2018, the federal government demanded all provinces and territories implement a carbon pricing plan for carbon emitters or adopt the federal standards. As of right now, all but Quebec, BC and the Northwest Territories follow the federal carbon tax. The plan currently charges emitters $65 per ton of carbon emitted, with the price going up at a rate of $15 per year before topping out at $170 per ton in 2030. Now, last week, the feds announced a three-year tax exemption for the use of home heating oil, a method of heating mostly used in Atlantic Canada, and a rebate boost for rural folks. The feds justified the move as heating oil is easily the most expensive way to heat one's home and argued the pause gives people more time to transition away from it. 
But provinces that don't use home heating oil have found the move to be majorly unfair. Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe said the province would stop collecting taxes on natural gas heating. Both the ruling and opposition parties voted unanimously in favor of calling on the feds to remove carbon pricing on all forms of home heating. Alberta Premier Daniel Smith quickly came out against the move, saying it would divide the country, and took to X to call for an end to all carbon pricing. Even B.C. was mad despite not even following the federal carbon tax. Several ministers and Premier David Eby said that the province also deserves a rebate. And here's why it matters. The carbon pricing plan has been a contentious matter since its inception and has faced several repeal attempts. The latest move has renewed ire against it from both sides of the political aisle and, some critics argue, undermined the plan's credibility. Our third and final story for this November 1st, a global pledge to stop paying ransomware demands might force cyber criminals to whip out their whiteboards and start brainstorming some new business models. Here's what's driving the news. 40 countries, including Canada, have pledged to stop paying ransomware demands by hackers and take additional steps to cut off cyber criminals from funding, part of a U.S.-led initiative to curb the global rise in ransomware attacks per Reuters. The new initiative would include efforts to share information between countries and blacklist digital wallets that have been previously used in ransomware. It matters because the idea is that cutting off cyber criminals and their digital wallets will impact their ability to fund attacks. That would be a welcome development for Canadian businesses, hundreds of which have been hit by ransomware attacks in the last two years. High-profile cyber attacks targeting Canadian companies in the last year have impacted day-to-day work at Suncor, Indigo, Air Canada, Sobeys, and even SickKids. The bottom line is, while these countries' governments have committed to not paying ransoms, nothing is stopping businesses from paying up to avoid the reputational damage of these attacks, a choice that approximately two-thirds of Canadian companies made last year. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. <laughs>